E.J. Ko, author of Poetry Collection, A Lesser Love, and translator of Korean literature, reads an excerpt from her memoir, The Magical Language of Others. Yes, I'm going to read a part about my grandmother, Kumiko, who's my father's mother and the grandmother who raised me. And it's a little bit about her time at Jeju Island and when her and her parents were hiding out in the mountain at the time. And her father, to check on their friends and neighbors, comes down the mountain and he hasn't returned for several days now. When Kumiko and her mother came down the mountain, the island was scorched. They passed through burnt villages, their voices lodged in their throats. Many of the dead could not be found, their bodies tossed over cliffs, hidden away in caves were chunked into bits, signs of covering up. Mothers cupped the air with their hands, holding the missing faces of their husbands and sons. Their wailing and screaming filled the hearts of all who sifted through the remains. Teeth, hair, dead horses and pigs, then mosquitoes. The smoke reddened the sun. They covered their mouths, or they would chase the corpses. There were children, the girls Kuniko played with, and women and men lying with limbs bent over each other, splayed across the road. Tens of thousands of them idle along collapsed terraces where the islanders once danced, pumping with life. It was Kumiko who crossed the road over a bridge and came to a part of the ground soaked in blood. When she asked after her father, somebody pointed to this ground. She saw nothing except the many faces around her, mouths wide and sullen. One islander, a grandmother, said to her, Your father was captured at the bottom of the mountain and dragged into a demonstration. She explained that a demonstration was a public display. A group of men, unfed and irate, corralled a crowd together. They put on such displays on behalf of the country and on higher orders or going restraint. What evil was born out of demonstrations? Then where is he? Kumiko asked. The grandmother opened her palm toward the ground. Here, looking closer, flesh and bone, gristle mistaken for bark and debris between the stones. At once the road became vivid, and Kumiko recognized her father. Road, father, road. They stoned him until he was gravel. The grandmother said as though she were not speaking to Kumiko, but a deity who had come down from the mountain to judge her for the truth. Many of us stoned him to prove our innocence. We stoned our own again and again. They stoned him overnight. They pitched blunt rocks harder over days for sport until finally boredom before the body was pulverized. What was exchanged between the police and the groups of men and the islanders, between the rocks and the bones, 
between the body and the road. What was supposed to be understood? Though they did not know it, the days that Kumiko and her mother spent hiding on the mountain were given a name. Such were the questions raised by the Jeju Island Massacre of April 3, 1948. You're listening to stories, poems, music from The Creative Process. To hear our full interview with E.J. Ko, visit The Creative Process Arts, Culture, and Society podcast. This podcast is produced by Mia Funk with the participation of collaborating universities and students. Thanks for listening. 